Oh my God. Oh my God. How many, how many of you want God to rain down on you, rain his blessings down on you? How, how many of you want God to manifest himself in your life? If you do, say so in the chat, if you will. Just ask the Lord, Lord, let your blessings rain down on us. I'm grateful that I know God is going to take care of me. Matter of fact, I, I know he's going to do it in the future because I can look back at his track record in the past to see what the Lord has done for me. And I'm grateful to God. Thank you, Gene Moore Jr., for allowing the Lord to use you. Come on, put something in the chat and let's just thank God for Gene Moore and let's, let's cover him in believing prayer that God would use him in a special way as he continues to move forward in his ministry of song. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time today. Father, we thank you and bless you for today. We pray now that as you have spoken to us through song, that you will now speak to us through your preached word. Hide me behind your cross so your people will see you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So one of the toughest things about the last year for me has been this perpetual waiting mode that we have been put in. Uh, it, it seems like every turn we're being asked to wait even longer, uh, waiting for COVID-19 to leave, um, waiting for vaccines to be developed, waiting for people to wear masks, waiting for the opportunity to reopen our society, to get back to a sense of normalcy. And, and, and it's been hard for me, I, I've got to confess, it's been hard for me because I hate waiting. Um, I, patience is not my, my strongest virtue. I, I don't like to wait. I, I don't like to wait on people. I, I don't like to wait at a traffic stop. I don't like to wait in the supermarket to check out. I don't like waiting at a restaurant. I don't like to wait. And I, am I the only one? Any, anybody else? Can you acknowledge in the chat if, if you don't like to wait? Yeah, because I don't like to wait. And, and I've learned how to do some things to help me so that I don't have to wait. And if I do, I don't have to wait too long, or at least the waiting is not nearly as painful. For example, if I have a person that I know, if I say 10 o'clock, they're not going to be ready to 1030, then I tell them to be ready a half hour before we need to go. So when they come rushing 15 minutes late, tell them, man, I'm sorry. I was trying to get some stuff together. I was trying to put some stuff together. We already on time. We good. As a matter of fact, we 15 minutes to the good because I gave them 30-minute grace. I know if I go to the supermarket, for example, and I don't like waiting in long lines in the supermarket, I want to go at an off hour. I don't want to go when everybody else is there, and especially now with COVID, right? I want to make sure I go at an off hour. Uh, when I go to a restaurant, if I know it's going to be a long wait because it's around rush hour or lunchtime or dinner time, I'll grab a little snack beforehand, right? Because I'd rather 
bring some of my food home and finish it later or the next day than to go hungry, be miserable, get agitated, and then not be able to enjoy my food when I get it. My brothers and sisters, every one of us has been challenged in this area of waiting. And like me, you have probably come up with some ideas on how to handle those situations that can irk you the most. But what do you do when the person you're waiting on is God? What do you do when God seems to be taking his time? Uh, Today I want to delve into what my late pastor, Dr. A. Lewis Patterson, would call preaching worth repeating. And, And I want to talk today from the thought, how to wait when God seems slow. How to wait when God seems slow. Uh, One of our sons in the ministry reminded me of this uh, passage and this message, and I've shared from this passage this psalm of lament uh, from a different perspective, a different angle. Uh, But today, uh, I want to really help you to see the richness of the Word of God and take a look at this passage, Psalm 13, how to wait when God seems slow. Four things I want you to see that I hope and pray will encourage your spirit and keep you motivated, keep you going when you feel like giving up. Because all of us have been waiting, and it looks like our waiting is going to be extended as we're seeing new variants rising around the world, and we're seeing variants show up in this country. We just heard about a young man who contracted the variant from South Africa, although he had never traveled out of the country, and he was uh, placed in the hospital, had contracted COVID-19, and just two weeks later, now this young man has died as a result of this variant. And we're hearing people say that it's getting ready to get worse before it gets better. How do we hold on to hope in the midst of our waiting. Here's the first thing I want you to see. Number one, realize your timing is not the Lord's timing. If you are going to learn how to wait when God seems slow, realize your timing is not God's timing. Look at Psalm 13, beginning at verse 1. The New King James translation reads, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Four times in two verses, David asked the question, how long? And the suggestion is that however long it's taking, it's taking too long. David is looking at his situation and his circumstances, and and David is feeling impatience in his spirit because God seems to be moving slowly. Uh, David has gone through a prolonged persecution and is at the place of protest, feeling that the Lord uh, is not only far away from him, but feeling like the Lord has been apathetic towards him, uncaring about his situation and his circumstance. And my brothers and sisters, 
all of us will come to a place and a time when we are forced to wait, when God puts us in timeout, and we feel like God is not hearing us, and God is not concerned about what we're dealing with. As a matter of fact, David articulates uh, what many of us feel. Uh, Look at A. Uh, David articulates what it means and feels like to be forgotten. Verse 1, the A part, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? Because it's easy to feel like you've been forgotten by God when God is moving too slow. Look at B. Uh, David says, I not only felt forgotten, I felt forsaken. Uh, How long, verse 1, the B part, will you hide your face from me? How long will you hide your face from me? David felt forsaken by God. It was as if for him the Lord was playing hide and seek and and didn't want to be found. Uh, Look at C. Uh, David reflects and articulates the feeling of fragility. Uh, Fragility. He says, how long shall I take counsel in my soul having sorrow in my heart daily. How, how long, Lord, will I have sorrow in my heart? How, how long will I have to take counsel? And then look at D. He says, I felt fallen. I felt fallen. Uh, the B part of verse 2, how long will my enemy be exalted over me? My brothers and sisters, there's somebody who's listening right now. You, you have felt one, two, three, four, or all four of those things at one time or another when you have had to wait on God. You have felt forgotten. You have felt forsaken. You have felt uh, fragile and frail. And you have felt like you have fallen and couldn't get up. D- David says to you and David says to me, Uh, I understand how you feel. And and it's important for us to realize that there are times in life when our timing is not going to be God's timing. See, we we want God to make not only us his priority, but we want God to make what we want his priority. You know, it's like calling somebody and saying, hey, I need help. Well, you don't want them to help in six months, you want them showing up in a hurry, right? Uh, if you ask somebody to do something, for example, I can remember, you know, my father would say, hey, um, you need to take out the trash. And I remember one time I made this mistake. I was watching a game, and I was laying there on the couch. I was watching the game, and I said, okay. And then he came back through, and he said, hey, I need you to get this trash out. I said, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And, and the third time, he said, I told you to take out the trash, and he told me in such a voice that it let me know I needed to move in a hurry, right? Because he didn't want me to take the trash out on his time, on my time. He wanted me to take the trash out on his time. He wanted me to move in a hurry to get it done right away. And that's the way we are with God. Many times we don't want to move on God's time. We want God to move on our time. And here's what I need you to know about this idea of waiting, Um, this idea of patience. Patience, even if you pray for it, patience is not delivered 
Patience is developed. Let me put a cord in the meter and park there for a second. God doesn't send you patience. God can take you through some things that help you develop patience. Uh, patience is, is like a, a muscle. It, it must be developed. It's got to be put to the test. The only way you become more patient is to be put in situations where you have to wait. And then when you have to wait, you will develop more patience. It, it's like going to a gym, right? You can't go to a gym and say, uh, let, let me select uh, bigger biceps, uh, bigger triceps, and, and, and bigger calf muscles. That's what I want. And then you just go in and walk into a booth and they just put it on you. No, you've got to put the work in, right? You've got to put the time in. Well, the same is true with patience. You've got to put the work in. You have to put the time in. The only way patience is developed is by making you wait. So if you've been asking God, to help you with your patience, I want you to know what God has probably done. God has probably put you in some situations where you had to wait longer than you wanted to wait. He probably has put you in a situation where you had to wait, and then you said, you know what, God, that's enough. I'm ready. And God said, no, it's not enough. I'm going to make you wait some more. And then you say, okay, God, I really got it now. And God said, no, you don't really have it. Let me make you wait some more. Because ultimately, he understands it has to be developed in you. So several months ago, I tore my quadricep muscle. I was on uh, a walker for a period. Uh, then I graduated to a cane. Um, I still can't go up and down steps with that quadricep muscle. But I started rehab. And uh, my, my rehab lady, my physical therapist, is killing me, y'all. She's killing me. I mean, it, no mercy, no mercy. Um, if, if, I'm, if I'm fading, if, if I seem like I need some breath, you know, she'll ask me, you need some water? You need to catch your breath? But she's not lowering the number of exercises she's giving me. She's like, take a break, but I'm going to keep working you. Why? Because in order to strengthen that quad muscle and strengthen that leg, she knows I have to go through some exercises. Now, I just started my rehab, and guess what? I am nowhere near where I want to be, but I can see progress. Somebody say progress. So even in your waiting on God, you know what I want you to do? In the midst of being forced to wait on God, I want you to at least acknowledge, I want you to acknowledge that you're making some progress. You're getting better. You're not where you need to be, but you're getting better. Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 2. Oh, Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear? Or cry to you violence and you will not save? Habakkuk reminds us that all of us have had our how long moments with God. I told you, number one, realize your timing is not God's timing. Here's the second thing. Number two, you need to request the Lord's help. 
You not only need to realize your timing is not God's timing, but you need to learn how to request God's help. When God has you waiting, when God is moving slower than you want him to move, you need to learn how to request the Lord's help. Look at verse 3 of Psalm 13. Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him. Lest those who trouble me rejoice when I am moved. In verse 3, David moves in his prayer from protest to petition. He's talking to God the whole time. He's, he's praying to God the whole time. But, but he starts off this prayer in an attitude of protest. How long, God? But now he gets to verse 3, and he shifts from protest to petition. He, he says to the Lord, Lord, consider and hear me. Consider and hear me. Uh, that word for consider means to look intently at. Uh, to pay attention to in a very specific way. He says, and, and, and Lord, I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me, uh, to take heed to what I'm saying. Uh, sometimes people say they hear us, but they're really not listening. That They hear the audible sound, but they're really uh, not taking inventory of the words that are coming out of your mouth, right? They're really not listening to you. He says, Lord, I, I need you to consider and hear me. And then watch what he says. He says, God, enlighten my eyes. Uh, one translation uh, talks about making my eyes sparkle with light. Uh, it, it's this sense of uh, the breaking of day uh, to allow me to see what I have not been able to see before. Uh, not only to see with eyesight, but, but God, I need you to give me uh, divine insight. Give me spiritual insight so I can see, God, what you want me to see. I can see what you're trying to show me. How many times do you pray in the midst of waiting what you believe to be too long? How many times do you pray and ask God, God, Enlighten my eyes. Help me to see what you're trying to show me. See, there's no harm in acknowledging and saying to God, God, I'm, I'm missing it. I'm not seeing it. I'm, I'm, I, God, help me to see. Listen, the Bible says if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. And God will give you wisdom. Ask the Lord to show you. Lord, help me to see so I can understand what you're doing. Give me some insight. And I, I, I've come to a place, my brothers and sisters, that um, I've come to understand in my own life, sometimes God makes me wait to make me pray so I won't play. Sometimes God makes me wait to get me to the place, listen carefully, that I'll stop exhausting my resources, my strength, my emotional and intellectual ability. He, he makes me wait 
So I will come to the end of myself so I will finally turn to God. See, somebody that's listening right now, you've been trying to do it on your own, and God says, nah, you can't do it on your own. I, I need you to trust in me. I got to stop right here, y'all. I, I got so much more to share with you. I, I, I promise you, though, I'm, I'm, I'm going to share it with you. I'm, I'm going to share it. Wait, wait, wait. You said, no, I got, I got to stop. I got to stop because I'm going to keep you all day talking about this. I got to stop. But, but here's what I want you to know. When you wait on God, you'll never get where God wants you to be late when you wait on God to get you there. That, that's my word for you today. When you wait on God to get you there, you'll never get to where God wants you to be late. God is always on time. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time. Father, we thank you and we bless you for today. Uh, We thank you for challenging us to learn how to wait on you. And God, uh, waiting is not a passive activity. Uh, it, it is a, an active process. Uh, it's a time in which we can get better, and get stronger, and become more like you. And so I pray that those under the sound of my voice would take advantage of this waiting period to better themselves as people, to better themselves as your servant, to better themselves in life and living. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, my brothers and sisters, thank you for being with us on today. Uh, My hope and prayer is that you have been encouraged, that you have been blessed along the way. Uh, my, My prayer is that the songs that have been sung, uh, the prayers that have been prayed, our time around the Lord's Supper table together, even the birthday song has all encouraged you this day to be all that God wants you to be. Um, If you would like to become a part of this church family virtually on the digital platform, uh, just click on the link. I want to become a member of the church and we will walk you through how to become part of this church family. If you need Jesus Christ in your life, Just click on the link that says, I want to become a Christian. I want to be saved. And we can walk you through how to make sure that you know Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. All right? Listen, as we get ready to go, don't forget, God will take care of you. All right? Until next time, God blesses my prayer.